Hey guys, this is Zach Cummings, UFC, welterweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight. Check out Hung Overhand Right. Welcome back to Hung Overhand Right. Today, we are talking about UFC matchups between Wednesday, January 10th, and today, which is Wednesday, January 17th. My name's Jonathan. That's Chad. That's Dylan. And uh, guys, there's been some some good matchups, some big ones announced since last Wednesday. Definitely. Lots of UFC 300. So, um, like we did last week, we're going to go through the less important ones, kind of rapid fire. Um, if we got something to say, we'll stop at and, and say what we, what we think about it, but we got the big ones saved for the end. So, uh, let's get into it. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. All right. Corey McKenna versus Jacqueline Amarin. Uh, Amarim added to an apex card in Vegas. Um, I mean, really the only notable thing here is Corey McKenna is like 24 years old and she's already three and one in the UFC. Um, she beat. Vanessa Demopoulos on the contender series. So I think the UFC may think they have something here with her. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see how she does. Uh, Muhammad Yahya, the, the UAE warrior versus Brendan Marotti. Both are 0-1 in the UFC. Um, and that's in UFC Saudi Arabia. The thing is, I want to add real quick that didn't UFC Saudi Arabia get canceled or postponed? I heard there was like rumors of like them not liking the card. It wasn't as big as they, the you know the Saudis not wanting or not happy with the amount of names on the card. So mm-hmm. there was I don't know if it was if it actually got canceled or there was rumors of them threatening to cancel it. Like, you know, pull funding all that shit because I think there it wasn't enough big names. I think it did get canceled because this fight, the fight I just men- mentioned, was announced six days ago and as of right now that card on march 2nd is in vegas at the apex so hmm. um all these, these these ufc saudi arabia fights which we'll talk about are now at the apex i like that vegas, better i guess stay the fuck away yeah, from those I mean, guys that's just one step closer to them just buying everything yeah i mean that's true I mean, it sucks yeah. for Muhammad Yahya because he's he's from Dubai, I believe. Uh, but you know, UFC. Yeah, they're trying to. You know, they want the big names and stuff like that. I, I get it, but I mean, how are they supposed to put this two ninety nine and three hundred together? You know. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, to your to your point, I mean, here here's some of the names on that that card as of right now: Alex Perez versus Muhammad Makayev. Rosenstruck versus Gatsiev, Eric Anders, Jamie Pickett, Joel, Al- Joel Alvarez, Ludovic Klein, and then it, I mean, J- Javid Basharat. So Massive. that's like, that's, yeah, which I don't, <laughs> that event wasn't supposed to be a pay per view anyways, but like, that's, that's not great right now. No. There's not, no, that's a- there's barely a main event on that. I mean, I don't, maybe you could do Perez and Makai. I can't believe I they guess, actually but- pulled the plug on it. That's pretty wild, though. Yeah, I wish I knew the the full the details, but I, I don't. So, 
And you it, got that kind of money, you can do they, whatever you like, want. Like, okay, I guess we'll just have it at our own private facility. In <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they they you can do that for sure, but I mean, I'm sure that that I don't think that relationship's tied or, or uh, I should not tied. I should say severed. No. Um, there's a lot of money there, and when people are throwing billions of dollars in your face or waving it around, it probably gets you to say yes a little bit more than you're normally apt to. Yeah, I mean they're they're super tight with with the people over there and in, in uh, Dubai and UAE, the UFC is. I'm saying, so I'm I'm sure they said, hey, sorry, okay, we'll we'll bring you another card down the road that's bigger. And they at this point they do like one or two pay per views a year there anyway, so I'm sure it's all good. They just um, they just probably couldn't get the big names to be ready on March second. So, anyways, that fight uh, is in Vegas now. Let's move on. This is a good one. Tiago Moises, Brad Riddell, UFC Vegas '87. Um, I mean, both these guys have been around for quite a while. Tiago Moises. Mm-hmm. This dude, I mean, he's fought everybody. Not, I mean, not everybody, but big names. I mean, he's fought. Obviously, he got ground and pounded by Benoit Saint Denis last time, but he's fought Islam, Alex Hernandez, Bobby Green, Michael Johnson, Demir Ismagulov, Benil Dariush, and Jason Knight back in 2015. And yeah, so he and then obviously Brad Riddell is a little bit older, kickboxer. Um. But Riddell's lost three in a row to Fazeev, Jalen Turner, and Hanato Moicano. So, I mean, this is kind of this is a, whoever loses this is is going to be in some trouble potentially. I think so. Maybe uh, I don't know. It's I think it'll be a little bit of a fun one. I don't know Moicano or sorry, not Moicano. Moises is uh, I don't know. Sometimes he just the way he shows up, you know just he's either like on track and he's making a hell of a fight or it's he's getting finished or he's tired or something that's why i think i think uh riddell's gonna get turned around on this fight i think so i think so that's a tough one i don't know moises is kind of uh it seems like doubt can start to creep into his head i mean he's tough either way i mean benoit beat the shit out of him for too long probably but yeah, I think he like he's not necessarily a quitter, but I do think sometimes when he's when it's not going good for him, he, he's not gonna be able to turn it around. I mean, yeah. So that's a fun one, though. Uh, they should bang it out unless uh, Moises goes to the grappling, which is possible, I guess. Um, the smile killer for Zium versus Claudio Poilus. Uh, Zium coming off of that that decision went over Jai Herbert. That really surprised me. Um, Poilus, this dude had that embarrassing fucking Eminari roll fest, uh, against yeah. Dan Hooker. And, and that was all the way back in November of 22 and hadn't, hadn't fought since. So. Yeah. Um, I, uh, think this is going to be, uh, I just think, uh, it's going to be a, a real big shit show. You can't do- Meaning, Poilus is going to get his ass beat. Think so? Yeah. God, that was two years ago too. That's pretty fucking wild. 
yeah. I mean, ZM ZM's a good striker. He's not necessarily devastating with the, you know, as far as knockouts and stuff. But I mean, he he outstruck Jai Herbert. Yeah. No, I think uh, ZM's gonna it's gonna beat some ass. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Poilus is is dangerous on the ground and everything, but I think we're gonna see a lot of the, uh, you know, pop to guard, pull to guard, scoot butt scooting. And I don't know. I just he, if you're doing that, you just you're not comfortable at all on the feet. I mean, you don't want it. You're, I mean, you're terrified of it. You don't want to do that. Yeah. I get wanting to bring somebody into your realm, but you know the good fighters do what I just said. Just bring them to their realm. You know, get them to make mistakes and get into the realm, not just fall down and you know hope the other guy jumps on top of you. He had Dan Hooker right where he wanted him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's kind of... Just... I mean, it, it kind of seems like, you know, what happens to a lot of these these really good jiu-jitsu guys is they just don't have a wrestling game. Like... Dude, Ryan Hall was really the only guy that somewhat made that work. Yeah. And Until somewhat... I mean, somewhat the key word, because... Right, right. He yeah. did it better. Most of them, I would say, up to this point. Yeah, I mean, Poilus, uh, he's still, I didn't write down, but like, he's still pretty young, I believe. And obviously, like, two year layoff, ideally, he's going to come back way better, but it, 27. So, I mean, should still be getting better, but I just don't know what kind of high level training you're getting out there in, in Peru. So, I hope he comes out and he's just an absolute destroyer on the field. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be insane. What a turnaround. <laughs> but I don't see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously Dan Dan's much much different than Frazium, but I like, I still think Zium's pretty sharp with the with the striking. Like yeah. I, he went back to Peru and the plot of the movie Kickboxer happened to him in real life. Really, <laughs> brother goes to Thailand, gets paralyzed by a, a kickboxer Muay Thai guy, and that fuels the fire for him to to be a good kickboxer. God, <laughs> and he just starts fucking kicking everybody in the head. I'd love I to see it. see it. I'd love to see it, but hopefully, hopefully his brother's fine. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm kind of still mad at ZM for the Jai Herbert one, so. I hope Poilus like knocks the shit out of him or or breaks his arm <laughs> or something, but I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. Alrighty, um, Dylan, here we, here you go. Cheedy Injaquani versus Reese McKee, UFC Atlantic City. Cheedy, uh, three straight losses, ground and pound against G Rod, split decision versus Dariyev, and then ground and pound in the first round. Against Oleg Zaychuk. Um, luckily for him, though, Dylan Reese McKee is zero three in the UFC, and this is his second stint in the UFC. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I knew he had a pretty pretty shady run so far too on the the second go around. Maybe it's a good bounce back opponent for for Chidi to keep the ball rolling because he's he kind of old. Yeah, he's like thirty five, isn't he? Yeah, kind of old. Yeah, I do. Though he's, I like watching him fight a lot. Well, no, he's fun to watch. I think he gets it done. Yeah, 
I mean, she, Reese McKee, 10 of his 13 wins are, are KOTKO. So, I mean, he, he wants to strike. And obviously, that's Cheaty's wheelhouse. Does this say welterweight? Is it a welterweight? It says WW bout. Wow. Well. Dude, Cheaty's fought at 85 every fight up until this, I thought. Right. Dude, he's fucking and, huge. How is he like 70? I knew, I mean, I know he's big, but was have all, they all been at, at 85? Yeah. I, I thought 85, he was... 85, 85. All, th- all three losses at least have been at 85. Where the fuck is he going to lose an extra 15 pounds from? Yeah, that's, uh, that makes me a little less confident, I believe. And Cheaty? Yeah. Yeah, you don't really, at 30, roughly 35 years old, however, how old is he? He's thirty-five. Yeah, that's quite the uh, the time to decide to change up weight classes and maybe think that that'll that'll help yeah. at that point. Now, I, yeah. I do. Too. I still I still like him in this fight, but goddamn, dude. Well, here's if, the- oh yeah. I mean, it definitely doesn't help. I don't think. But is that right? It's actually welterweight. Yeah. Fuck. The thing is, he he used to fight at welterweight. I'm looking through his record. I mean. But in his fucking probably early mid twenties though. Yeah, like twenty fifteen, and then in like twenty sixteen in Bellator, they started. He did a welterweight fight, and then he did a a catchweight at once at one seventy five, catchweight at one eighty against Gallard, catchweight at one seventy five, and in middleweight. So like, it sound. I mean, based off of that, it sounds like he had some probably had some issues making weight right. or, or was kind of worried about it all the way back in 2016. Yeah, dude. Unless unless he's just got like a nutritionist and like everything down to a fucking percentage of a percent and fucking everything's dialed in perfectly. I don't know. That's That seems kind of weird. Well, clearly, I mean, this is a little bit of a desperation move because he's lost three in a row. So it's, he's 35. He, he probably knows like I got to change something here and get back on track. I don't know. He he should win, but but that worries me a little bit. You be sucking some weights. He's tall too. Yeah, six six yeah, three. Gonna... Reese McKee, I think, is pretty tall too. Six two. So they're both tall dudes. Yeah, I think uh, Cheaty gets it done. Still, he's gonna. I think he knocks him out. I just I want. Uh, uh, Cheaty's he he can be a little low volume for me sometimes, like kind of lets the fight slip away. So hope hopefully yeah. the I, I don't know. Hopefully he just not worried about like damn why I get tired because of the weight cut, and hopefully he kind of lets it go a little bit. But all right, all right, let's move on. Um, Javid Basharat, the brother of uh, the other Basharat, what's his name? Can't remember now. Right. But he fought this past weekend. Uh, versus Eamon Zahabi. This was also supposed to be in UFC Saudi Arabia, so obviously moved over to Vegas now. Uh, the Basharat brothers are, are gnarly. I mean, 14-0 and for Javid. Five KO, TKO, six subs, three decisions, 3-0 and in the UFC. Um, and then Eamon Zahabi, obviously Faraz Zahabi's brother, three straight wins at this point, but against names like Draco Rodriguez, Ricky Tercios, and Aori Key Lang, None of which are to the level of a Basharat brother, right? Uh, this is 
don't know. Like the, the last, well, I know I'm slipping on his name too. The one we just watched this past weekend. I mean, he wasn't like just overwhelmingly, you know, at first, at least the first two rounds, he wasn't just absolutely overwhelming the guy. And then obviously third round, it started getting. His name's Far- Farid. And Farid. Farid and Javid. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe we'd be surprised. I think they're as they're getting more and more, you know, obviously they start at one level and go, they're trying to raise them up a little bit, you know, pad their, uh, their records. Is he, he's, I would assume he's outside the top 15, Bashra. Yeah, I think they both are. At 3-0 in the UFC and he's still not. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been... Yeah. Kind of like a slow build, though. It's, it's right. Yeah. What's that's why I think. I mean, we might get a little su- a surprised on he might start slow or something like his brother, but or he comes out and lights this guy on fire. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, I hope he does that, dude. He'll fucking he'll get arrested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, Basharat should win this. The UFC probably wants him to win it. Um. So. Yeah. That's where I'm leaning. All right, a couple of, couple of the old fellers. Muslim Salikov versus Randy Brown. Uh, Salikov is like 39. He's like the king of kung fu. Um, but Randy Brown, like this dude, I knew he'd been in the UFC for a long time, but he's, he's 11 and 5 in the UFC. God, dude, I would have never guessed that. He's, he has wins against Mickey Gall, Brian Barberena, Alex Oliveira, Chaos Williams, Francisco Trinaldo, and he's lost to Bilal, Nico Price, Luke, and Jack Della. So he's been in there with some good dudes. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Uh, Randy Brown. I think he's like thirty-three. Um, Salikov. I mean, he's coming off a, a loss to Dalby, which Dal- Dalby's kind of the ageless wonder at this point. But yeah. I kind of like I kind of like Randy here. I do too. I'm on the same boat. I think Randy's been in there with some dogs, yeah. and Ooh. I think more of the dog in him himself. I did not see this next one. Sorry, I jumped ahead. Did you see this one? No, it's your boy. I know. I'm not sure how I feel and about it, it though. It's your boy and a, and a guy that I don't like. Alexander Hernandez yeah. versus Damon Jackson added to UFC Vegas '89. Man. This is a tough one. I mean, Hernandez. I don't believe in him at all, but Damon Jackson's not on a great run right now. He's not, and Alex can crack when he wants to. Yeah. Yep. That's why I think uh, Alex is going to get it done. I mean, Damon I Damon think- obviously got knocked out by Ige, and then he lost a decision to Billy Q. And Hernandez, but this, I mean, he's lost three of his last four. Yeah, no, yep. he hasn't been good. A good run for that, him, but that fight with Billy Q from Damon was really close, though, if I remember right. I think it, it was a good ass yeah. fight. I think Billy Billy just kind of took over the the end of the fight. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's uh, the clear the clear physicality advantage is Hernandez, but will Damon be crafty Damon, enough? He's tough as nails, too, man. He's fucking tough. Yeah. I mean, everyone goes to the flying knee fucking knockout where he just plants the mat, but... Fluke. Uh, kind of fluky. He's tough. I think he'll... 
he may make it a better fight than what we think. I'm, I don't want to pick a winner yet. I mean, but. if it gets to the third round and Hernandez is starting to breathe heavy, like, yeah. I like Damon the longer yeah. it goes on. Yeah, I mean, definitely from what we've seen. So I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go that long. I just feel, I got, I feel it in my bones. I think you're, I bet. What? I bet you on it. You'll bet me what? On this fight. Well, how much? Well, how what, what, what you got? I've got... <laughs> what you, a, a fucking... A chair Starts in looking the corner. Around. It's a couple... <laughs> mon- my son's Monopoly money. And... Oh. <laughs> Deal. Lock it in. <laughs> I got a whole bank here. No, no that's, that should be a... That, that really should be a good fight, though, either way. Whoever wins, yeah, I think I mean, it'll be a good one. Last thing is on this is like Hernandez. It, it just seems to be up here with him. It's always been up here. Yeah, agreed. So. All right, next uh, Julio Arce versus Herbert Burns out of the UFC Atlantic City. Herbert, obviously the the younger brother of of Gilbert, but how he, are those two related? I know they don't. Looking at him, you wouldn't really notice, honestly. No, I mean this is ultimate. The ultimate like. Boxer, pure boxer, basically versus pure <coughs> guy, and I just don't, I don't believe in Herbert Burns whatsoever. So, and judging by his picture, he is the smaller brother by what is that? How many pounds would that be? Featherweight to to Gilbert, twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. His head looks twice the size of Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got Arce in this one too. I, I do. Yeah. yeah, I just I'm with John. I don't think uh, I don't have a whole lot of faith. In I'm, Herbert, Herbert also, and he hadn't fought since July of, of 22. So, and he's yeah. been finished twice in a row. So, I can't get over how that guy looks right now. To be honest, <laughs> he's always looked like that. He kind of looks like like over him a little bit. Yeah. You know what his nickname is? Let me, let me. Uh, I want to get this right first. I think I, I think I know what it is, but I want to make sure. But yeah, the blaze. The blaze. The blaze burns. Nice. <sighs> I've heard worse. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's just like, it's not indicative of his performances at all. Like, he, well, he's usually the one that gets fucking lit on fire. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Trey Ogden, Missouri guy, versus Kurt Holliba. Oh, I kind of like that. Ogden, I, I didn't know this till I was I was taking notes earlier. He has zero KO wins. Like ever? Ever. He has huh. eleven subs, five decisions. Damn, eleven subs. Yeah. Now Holliba is like they're Holliba. I mean, I like. The, yeah, I mean, I do too, but third stint in the UFC, he's one and four, just cannot. Now, he fought some tough dudes back in the day, but he just, when the with the bright lights, he just hasn't seemed to have been able to figure it out. Who So, who did he fight in the finale? Help me out for a second. Austin uh, Hubbard. Yeah. And he triangle choked him. He triangled Hubbard? Yeah. Why am I not remembering that? Because I know I watched that. Yeah, we were, as one of the pods we did. Yeah. I think we were we were podding like uh, during it, so we weren't really. 
Was that the we were doing something was that the pre-show. Pereira fight? Uh, it was, was that the first fight. No, Sean and and Aljo. And Aljo, okay, that's so, what it was. Throughout that whole like tough season, dude, he kind of impressed me the whole time. No, he's pretty well rounded. Like he can bang and he can get on the ground and and sub you real fast. I'm a little worried about Trey Ogden here. Really? Yeah. I kind of like Kurt too. I, I mean, Trey Trey's a good grappler, obviously, but uh, I don't know. I just think Kurt Kurt just brings it a little more. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, it's well, it's I a close like one, Kurt but yeah. All right, you ready to move on? Yeah, I think that'll be a fun one either way. Yeah, it will be. Uh, we're going to skip a couple of these next ones and save them for the end. Uh, Norman Dumont versus Jermaine Durandamy. A blast from the past. Yeah. Former women's featherweight champ. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't fought since. Uh, didn't write that down. Hold on. I think it's like some, some something in 2020, October or November 2020. Jermaine, Iron Lady Durandamy. 39 years old, hadn't fought since, yeah, uh, no, October 2020. But she's fought, like, it's actually crazy, her resume, dude. Like, <coughs> wins versus Larissa Pacheco, Holly Holm, Raquel Pennington, Aspen Ladd, and Juliana Pena. And her only two UFC losses are to Amanda Nunes. Good God. So, Title run? 39. <laughs> Title run? I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I like Norma a lot, but Norma's just kind of. Who beats her? She's a striker too, but not as an not as accomplished of a striker. So I'm a little worried about her here. Yeah, I'm going with Norma, my girl Norma. I like Norma. She that, those tree trunks are hard to hard to beat. You know. Yeah, I like, her, but I think she gets her ass kicked by the 39 year old. I don't think it happened. A 39 year old with a three year layoff. I don't think it happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I know she's like a cop in the Netherlands, but I wonder if this is like a money thing or, or what. Probably. More than likely. And it's not even, it's in the fucking apex. It's not even like a big card. Like, yeah. it's weird. I don't Let's know. Go Norma. It's hard to, it's, this one's tough to really know <coughs> what you're getting here. So, one thing I do know is that Norma. I like her, but she has not her last three. She has three wins in a row, but it's Danielle Wolf, Carol Hosa, Chelsea Chandler, not anywhere close to the to the striking of randomy or de randomy. So big step up, but I think she's gonna, you know, rise to the occasion. I hope you're right. Norma Norma looks like what what's Brian Deegan's kid's name, the the son? Hayden. She looks like Hayden Deegan. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't. I, <laughs> That's all I can see. She looks like she needs to be ripping around a, a super cross track right now. I'm not quite seeing it, but I also can't picture him in my head that easy. So picture her with like a, a, a like short hair. I mean, I'm just picturing Haley Deegan because she looks just like Brian. And I, I mean, I guess I see a little bit with Norma, but. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you ready to? You got anything else, Dylan? 
No, my comparisons are off the fucking hook, though. They don't get as, as much recognition as they deserve. I think you need to do one on every single fight we talk about. Okay. I'll keep it going. All right. Ignacio Bahamundes, Chris Osquiagos, UFC Vegas 89. This will be fun. Uh, Giagos, another guy that he's fought fucking everybody on the planet. Yeah. I mean, Moises, Sarukian, Jakar Close, Charles Oliveira, Josh Emmett outside the UFC, Chris Wade, Gilbert Burns, Dakota Cochran. God. <laughs> now he's lost to like all of them, but. Yeah. Damn it, he's fought him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then Bahamundes is like, I feel like he's got the talent, but he just can't stop getting hit a lot. Yeah. He just and we saw that. makes damage. Yeah. Defeat this, you know. Bob and weave a little bit, something. And he's so tall. I mean, he's so tall that it's it's like, I feel like he could he could use that a lot more than he does. Yeah, he's. Uh, I just don't think. Uh, I don't know. I kind of. I I picked him from his last fight. Um, that didn't go well for me. <laughs> um, but I think I'm gonna pick him again. Is also this is five ten versus six three so. Another big, Gee. big height advantage. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna. I think I may lean Yagos, but it's tough because he he's lost quite a bit too. So. Yeah, that's a weird one for me to pick as well. You got any comparisons, Dylan? I, yeah, I was racking my brain the whole time, but I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank on these two. Okay, well, <laughs> just just keep. We'll, we'll come back to it. Just think about it. Okay. It's really, it's really important. So it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to skip that one and that one and that one. We'll come back to those. Uh, I mean, this one's not important at all, but Abdul Kareem Al-Sawadi versus Lake Radzabov. Radzabov, former PFL guy. Al-Sawadi, contender series guy. Um, <laughs> I got, okay, okay. I got a couple for this next one. Melissa Dixon versus Nora Cornoli. Um, both. 1-0 in the UFC. That's kind of not much to say here. Is that is this one you're talking Good about? Good luck. Dylan? No. Okay. <laughs> Nursultan Ruzaboa versus Cedricus Dumas. We got Hezbollah if he grew up versus 21 Savage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, this Ruzaboa guy, I... I I know he's only been in there for like a minute or two or whatever it was, his first fight, but I, I believe in him a lot because he's fucking 30 years old and he's 35, 8, and 2. That's wild. And it's insane. Yeah. It's 13 <laughs> KOs and 20 subs. Now, I will say, dude, what country is he actually from? Uzbekistan. That's close enough. Them, them fights over there. They sandbag them boys like fucking boxers. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Me and Chad oh, yeah. about this like off air one night. But if you go back at not to take anything away from Khabib, but if you go back and look at his first twenty fights, damn near all of them are like cans as far as the record goes. Right. Oh yeah. It's and it's I, bad. I don't know if like a one and eight guy is better than a one and eight guy in America, but I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I mean... That's still an impressive-ass record, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, obviously. But, like, Bruno Ferreira, he just he just knocked out 
Phil Hawes, and that's who Rizboa knocked out. So we'll see, obviously, but I just feel like he's also like 6'5", so, and he's a striker. He's a big dude. Yeah, we'll see. But I also, I don't have a ton of belief in Dumas. I mean, he got he got subbed by Josh Frim. I mean, he's won two since then, but it's been against like um, Cody Brundage and Abu Azatar. So not, in my opinion, not to the, nearly to the level of, of Rizaboev. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think this uh, Nurse Sultan guy is, uh, he's pretty legit. Yeah, I don't know if I see it going well for Dumas, although I I do love his uh, taste in tattoos. <laughs> yeah, you don't really hey. see, I, I don't I couldn't tell you a UFC guy that's that's looked like that ever. No, he a straight up like SoundCloud rapper from like eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Makes me like him even more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind him. <laughs> Sungwoo Choi versus Morgan Charrier, uh, UFC Vegas 89. Sungwoo Choi, Sting. This guy, not the best, but he kind of he brings it every time. He's been around for quite a while. Uh, but he's lost three straight now. I mean, Kulabau, Caceres, Trezano, last three. Uh, or Well, he had lost three straight, and then he, he got a win finally. But the Charrier guy... It's he's weird. I mean, he just made his UFC debut in, in France last year, uh, but he's nineteen nine and one, and nine and one, nineteen nine and one. Right, yeah, right. Like he's lost nine times on the regional scene against a lot of guys I've never heard of, but the guys that he's losing to, a lot of them have really good records. So it's like that's. I I think I like. A guy who's fought the toughest regional dudes coming up, who may have a salty-ish record, but he's already felt like the like the bad defeats. And you yeah. know, he's been or I kind of like those guys coming up yeah, and he's, still he's, he's been still, tested, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, and he he was also Cage Warriors featherweight champ, and eight of his nine losses are decisions. So I mean, he's. He's not getting finished on the regional scene. So he looks like Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Choi, I mean, I don't know. Choi's for whatever. He seems to get like emotional in there and like kind of start banging and it doesn't work for him a whole lot. So I'm rooting for Charrier, but don't have a, a great lean here. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't really know if I have dog in the fight. No, I don't either. Just uh, if I, if I am, I'm going with Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, damn, I can't think of this rapper's name. I want to say Chance the Rapper, but that's not the guy I'm after. Juice World. No, that kind of, kind of, a little bit. Juice World and and Kyler had a kid, and maybe. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> That's still not the one I'm thinking of. It'll come to me as soon as we're done with this shit. But Fucking the guy I hate, um, what's his name? He's got a weird, not a weird name, but not a typical rapper name that I'm thinking of. There's a guy, there's a guy I can't stand. He he has that real famous music video where he did it with no shirt on the whole time, and he's like dancing all weird and shit. 
Childish Gambino? Yes. No. No, I'm thinking or, of... Or a.k.a. Donald Glover? Or he's Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino? Yeah. He looks like him and Kyler Murray. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Usman, Chris Barnett, UFC Vegas 88. Uh, Chris Barnett hasn't fought in like 100 years. Literally, I September still, of 22. I still think he's going to win. Really? Yep. He's definitely going to be crisp, more crisp on the feet. I'm comfortable I'm, on the feet. I'm getting Barnett by knockout, dude. I mean, his last fight. If he wins, I think that that's how he wins for sure. Can we? But this it, Usman guy is a, I mean, a tank, he, a literal tank. That's about all he offers, though. He's not really. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's. He's got to be a wrestle fuck him and, you know, overpower him. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning Barnett, too, that he can – Barnett might knock him out. The only thing is the layoff does kind of scare me. And who's been active? I hope Barnett comes back. I haven't seen what he looks like since then, but I hope he comes back just, like, fucking chiseled. Chiseled? <laughs> like, lean, like, 225, just shredded. I, for some reason, I don't see that no. happening. I see him coming back his, you know, pudgy old self. Like uh, It's like his gimmick like at this point, you know? I want to see the fat boy front flip after a KO. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I'm not I'm not going with Barnett here. I mean, until I see something that changes my mind, I'm picking Usman. Cause, I mean, this is 6-2 versus 5-9. Can we all acknowledge the tough tattoo on Usman's trap? Yeah, just says tough. I don't remember it. Who did that? Yeah, it could have been anybody. I figured a guy like that would get a good tattoo. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. He won tough, so I mean, you think he'd get like a something cool, like get something not drawn by a first yeah. grader. I mean, the thing is, Usman, he's not the most polished fighter in the world, but he's. I mean, he beat Junior Taffa and Jake Collier's last two. That Those are tough fucking yeah, guys. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Barnett, he ground and pounded Jake Collier, but that was in September of 2022. So. Right. Yeah. I'm leaning Usman. I'm leaning Barnett, but I'm not writing off, off Usman no. because he he's, he's tough as shit, yeah. too. Yeah, I think uh, smart... Money probably goes with Usman, but you know I'm not that smart. I, I think I'm going. With I just wonder what's the layoff been about? Like, what's he? He had the John I, Volante thing, and then he beat Jake Collier, and then he's just gone. I, I don't know. I never because <clears throat> I saw a highlight of his popped up on something, and I thought about that. I was like, where the fuck's this guy been? And he's how old is he? he can't be that young. Beast boy. Uh, he is thirty-seven. Damn, is he? Yeah. Wow. Well, Usman, he no, he's actually face. He's quite a bit younger than that, I think. Is he? Not quite a bit. He's probably thirty-four. Thirty-four. I was going to say thirty-two. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll see what we get with Barnett. Um, all right, let's move on. Kennedy and Zetrakou versus Ovens St. Prue. Speaking of old guys, this is uh Dylan, you're a Kennedy guy. What do you got to say here? 
Quick knee-jerk reaction, I'm taking Kennedy TKO. Yeah. I think he does the same thing. Everybody in the comments, OSP Von Flew, OSP Von Flew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, OSP, he, he hadn't fought since February last year, and he's only his only win in his last four fights was against Shogun. So. I was going to say, he's had, <clears throat> he's had a rough go as of the recent. He's 40 years old. Now, Kennedy, I think, Dylan, you're going to hate this, but I think we're getting to Chinny territory with him. I know. That's kind of what I'm worried about. But OSP yeah. just we might. talk about a guy who doesn't bring it, like just does not put the foot on the gas, doesn't even look like he cares to be in there. He did go, <laughs> he did go five rounds with John Jones on, on his first comeback fight. Oh, really? Didn't he? Yeah. I mean, but yeah. John didn't bring it either that night. Yeah, that was the flattest John Jones we've ever seen, I think. But or he just was like, "I'll just let you hang in here a little bit." And <laughs> yeah, spar. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you on the whole Chinny Kennedy thing, which sucks. But I don't know if OSP is going to be the guy to to test it. No, I don't think so. I like I Kennedy knockout. Yeah, I think Kennedy gets it done. Just gonna knock him out. All right. So that's where we're we're gonna cut off the uh well at the time of this recording that's that's the all the fights that are announced except for the ones we've saved that are the really important shit. So you guys ready for those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Moreno versus Royval two. Now obviously this is supposed to be Amir Albazi, Brandon Royval in Mexico. Albazi's out. Chad, do you know off the top of your head what happened with Albazi? Uh, it was a injury to, I th- oh, dang it! Now I'm, it was something. To, I thought it was something to his rib or something. I could could be wrong. Okay. He's got a bunch of other ribs. Come on. Yeah, you don't need them all. <laughs> I could have swore it was something to his rib, but I'm now that I say it, I think I'm wrong. So this is number one versus number three. Uh, they already fought once <clears throat> in uh, November of 2020. It was a. A Moreno win with one second left in the first round, shoulder injury and ground and pound. Uh, and ultimately, I, I don't love this for Royval. I mean, I don't either. Like, yeah, you just lost the title fight and you're jumping in on short notice. And if you lose to Moreno, you're probably just completely done for, with the belt. Yeah, for for quite some time, more than likely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Moreno's going to get this done. I'm leaning. I'm leaning Moreno as well. Yeah, I mean, especially I like Roy Ball a lot, but... especially with Roy Ball short notice. Yeah, short notice. Yeah, even even tougher. Which mm-hmm. it's in February, so I guess it's not that that bad. But I mean, he just got whooped for five rounds not too long ago. So right. Anything else there? No, nah. no. Nah. So, well, okay. So that does that does that automatically if he beats if Moreno beats Royval is he is he fighting Pantoja now? Because uh, it was I mean, supposed to be him and Albazi was supposed to be basically be like interim without a belt. Basically. Who else? Kai. I mean, Kai's up in four, at four. Kai needs a win. Yeah, I mean it's it's Pantoja, Moreno, Albazi, Royval. Kai Nicolau, who completely got fucked by Manel Cop the other the other day, cop misweight by 
a million pounds. Yeah. And, and then cop right behind him. So I think especially with that fight not happening last weekend, cop and Nicolau, that really improves Royval's chances. I mean, almost seals the deal. I think if he wins, he gets it. Yeah. So I just, uh, yeah, the whole division. Though, I mean, I think the only thing that was their saving grace is if, if cop and Nicolau actually fought. Yeah, like, and then if, I could see them shooting one of those guys up, but especially if it was Cop, I think like if Cop, oh, definitely. Cop knocked the shit out of Nicolau, but he blew it again. He's missed weight a bunch of times yeah. now, so idiot. I'm not. I don't like him. I'm. Sorry, I, I really. I didn't like him that much after that press conference in Australia, but I definitely don't like him now. Yeah, he's yeah, not, not a fan. Same. All right, one of my favorites, Amanda Rebus. Versus Thug Rose, the the questions have been answered. Of is will Rose stay up at featherweight or flyweight? Um, obviously she is because this is a flyweight. But this is tough because obviously Rose fought Firo, fucked her finger up in the first round, and Firo's massive. Amanda's like mm-hmm. five three. I told you guys, dude, Firo she. I I like her, and she fucking took it to Rose, and Rose didn't quite look like you said she got hurt early, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Amanda's gonna have the same effect as Ferro did on on Rose, but yeah, she's tough as she's tough. Amanda or Rose? I mean, they both are, but I was talking about Amanda. Yeah, Amanda is tough. She can take a beating for yeah. sure. But I think we get back to Rose being Rose on this fight. Mm-hmm. Amanda, I love her, but Damn. I, I hate the way she fights, dude. I hate watching her fight. <laughs> she has the most herky jerky, oh yeah, like weird style. And I mean, she she got back on track her last one against Luana Pinheiro. Uh, mm-hmm. She like wheel kicked her and shit and won. Yeah, that, was a crazy, that was a crazy fight because I thought after that Macy Barber fight, that her career would be forever changed. I yeah. mean, Macy Barber kicked the shit out of her. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I think I think I like Rose here, honestly. Yeah, I'm going with Rose, too. I think, I, I, honestly, I could see it being like a, an ass beating. That's what really? I see it as. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think Rose is going to be too much on the feet for her. Unless her and Pat have uh, some crazy game plan that they're going to implement perfectly, but no one's going to be able to tell, and she's just going to basically lose. lose on- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just sit there. I, I yeah. Although yeah. although she lost to Firo uh, Rose, obviously, is who I'm talking about. I feel like like I, I I'm fairly confident in her because of the way she fought in that. Like I felt like she she didn't let the fight get away from her. No, no. Like, she, still hung. she hung in there and like kept trying at least. Right. So that gives me some confidence that especially with, with a girl like Amanda that is fairly hittable. Yeah. I can see her like getting into a rhythm and really feeling good about how the fight's going and looking good again. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, we got we got some bangers here. <laughs> so weird, man. Number eight, 
Bantamweight, Davis Figueredo versus unranked Cody Garbrandt. Mm. I did not know Cody was currently unranked. Let me double check that, but I'm like pretty sure. And are we considering top fifth, like 10 to 15 as unranked? Or no. is that they we're saying that's ranked as well? Yeah, 15, top 15 is ranked. Okay. But I, I just don't. I don't get this fight at all. It As scares Cody? me for Cody for sure. Why? Why? Why can't the UFC just like let him get another win and also let Davison fight somebody in the rankings? Yeah, it's weird for Figueredo to fight down that far. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, like I was telling you guys the other day, like Cody's already reached champ status. Like he can't really say no anymore right i mean i think he can say on, no on the way back i mean it's like dude you fought the best of the best you know there's just such a massive difference in my opinion between brian kelleher and davis and figueredo like that's just not I, the I right agree. stepping stones in my opinion this is only fig's second fight at that weight yeah I and mean, there's an argument to be made that fig doesn't really deserved to be eight. I mean, he beat the number eight, but that was his only fight at Bantamweight. So. I would almost say it's a ballsier fight for Fig, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's oh, riskier it's as far as rankings. Yeah, yeah. You know, low risk, low reward kind of thing, so. I just um, don't get it, man. I Like, they, they could have matched. I know the UFC's like, let's just suck whatever we can get out of Cody and just the champ versus champ thing, you know, former champ versus former champ, but yeah, it's just there's so, I, many, I there's so many other I, fighters in that division. If you guys told me two years ago these two would be fighting, or let me let me rephrase that, and Cody would be let's unranked. Say, <laughs> let's say when if, when Cody was champ, you're going to tell me that he's going to be unranked fighting Fig who is ranked higher than him at that weight class, I would ask you what fucking planet you're yeah. on. <laughs> and it's not, it wouldn't, back then you'd be like, oh, so they're going to fight at flyweight then. And you'd be like, oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, bantamweight. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I, I want Cody to win this so bad. I do. It, I think it'd not be me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to win it. I'm, I've been a Cody fan. I think he's, gotten better he's he's getting away from the you know just no holds bar you know throw caution to the wind fighting still knocking dudes out though he's just doing it a little more methodically yeah, he's not just you know biting on his mouthpiece the whole damn fight you know he picks and chooses when he gets into it he's still he's back to moving his feet better you know which is weird though. Because when he fought Dom, he didn't really fight that way against Dom. Yeah, he was, he was moving around. He's dancing. It was a great performance. But but then he kind of like fell in love with the just bang it out kind of tactic yeah, for whatever I reason. I, I feel like against Dom, I mean, Dom, he's not going to make you pay for like missing and make you pay in the sense like he's going to hurt you real bad. So Cody, I think Cody just felt like he could just do whatever he wanted in there with, with Dom. Right. Dom's not going to crack him on the way back and like really hurt him. Yeah, like, right. Like TJ did and Peter Munoz and EPO. <laughs> EPO, yeah. yeah. Still love him. EPO. Next. Sick in the grass. Fuck, fuck, fuck you guys. 
<laughs> this next guy that you guys like is going to lose. All right. Uh, Ty Tuivasa, Mar- Marcin Tur- Tybura. You think Tybura is going to be Ty? I don't know. It's tough. Eight eight versus – well, this is nine versus ten. I believe it's eight versus 11, though. Um, is, Ty, is Ty 11? Ty, Ty's eight, I think. Oh, really? Let me let me double check that. The, the poster, which was, this was posted five days ago, but the poster says it's nine versus ten. But I think it's I think that's wrong. Ty needs a fucking win for God's sake, dude. He had a yeah. nice little layoff though. Yeah, Ty Burrow just got knocked out by Tom. By, uh, Tom Aspinall. I mean, but Ty, dude, Ty's. I, I know he's fought good guys. I mean, round three KO versus gone. These are losses. Uh, 54 second KO loss to Pavlovich and a round two Ezekiel choke loss to Volkov. Like good, good guys, but like kind of ugly ways to lose. He got absolutely dunked on by gone too, dude. He got just pieced the fuck up. He hurt him. He hurt gone at one point. He, he did. But after that, it was all downhill. Yeah. 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 Just kick the body, kick to the body. I just Tyber. I, I just mentioned Dominic Cruz. It doesn't he, he can't really hurt you with anything. That's like Tyber is like the heavyweight version of that, in my opinion. Like <laughs> he's not gonna, especially Ty, who's like punch drunk to the point where you can't really like knock him out very easily. Tyber is not really gonna hit him. I don't think with anything that is real that Ty's never seen before. Like that's really gonna hurt him. And that's that's another reason why I think he's going to win too. Yeah. yeah, I think Ty gets it done. I think he finishes Ty Burrow. Where's this fight at again? That one's UFC Vegas eighty seven or yeah UFC Vegas eighty seven March sixteenth at the fucking Apex. God damn it! We're not going to get to see a shoey. He will. I mean, we might. We we probably will. I mean, if but he loses, it, you won't. It's not the same with all with the fucking crowd there. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why everything's at the apex still. Why isn't a fight like that on three hundred or something? Yeah, I mean that's like put put that on a a main prelim or something like that. Ty's still a big enough name that you could do that, right? Yeah, right. Oh, definitely. I don't know. Maybe they got some more name, bigger names. I don't know. Install. They better be pulling something out of their ass for that card because it ain't doing it for me so far. Yeah, I mean, they're well. We'll talk about the other yeah. the other additions to it here in a minute. Yeah. But let's move on to we got just a couple more here. Sean Brady, Vincente Luque. They're going to headline UFC Atlantic City. There's a number number six versus number nine. Brady being six, obviously, and Brady's a Philly guy. This is in New Jersey, so this is going to be like a fucking home game for him. Mm-hmm. And the Bilal fight, obviously, he got his ass kicked. Sean, that is. Came back against Kelvin and just worked Kelvin easily. Yeah. I kind of feel like it's going to be similar here with Luke in the grappling department. Yeah, I got uh, Sean getting this done. I think he finishes him. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the the Bilal fight maybe that Sean just didn't show up. Something was off with him. He's, he's better than that. Um, but uh, just I just Bilal. think. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate that too, but uh, I also think he, he just didn't show up. Yeah, I mean, Bilal, that was that was like a pretty badass whooping, honestly. Like, oh yeah, no, bad. he kicked the shit out of him. But I just I just feel I just I don't know. He didn't look like Sean. It felt, felt weird. 
felt like he just, you know, like some people sometimes don't show up. And at night he didn't and got his ass beat. I mean, it, uh, I think guys that, which there's not a lot of these guys, I don't think, but guys that could match Sean in the grappling is, is kind of seems to be his kryptonite a little bit. When he can't get off on that grappling, it, he he kind of freaks out, I think. But I don't think Luke is going to be that guy. No, I like him against Luke, which sucks because I'm kind of I kind of like Luke. Yeah. Although you know, saying all this, Luke last fight kind of put the grappling on RDA. So yeah, I don't know. It's tough, but I don't know. I think I think Sean, Sean's in his prime. He's ready to go. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, last two, I believe. Let me double check here. Okay, no, we got three, three more. Uh, this one only important because of who pulled out of this fight, which is Tatiana Suarez. She's out versus Amanda Lemos, and Mackenzie Dern is stepping in. And this is at UFC 298. I'll make this one short and sweet. Go ahead. Losing. Dern. Yeah. This is another. This is this reminds me of when we talked about earlier, like with the Royval fight, like Dern right. jumping in on short notice. It's gonna it's gonna kill her chances to ever get back up there. I just can't get over how bad she looked on the feet against Andrade. On- it was pitiful. It, I, after it- after looking good on the feet against Angela Hill. And Rogan's commentary during it just made it that much better. Yeah, like just, he said it, something like it, it looks like she got worse or something. She's flailing. Yeah, he said, it, he, <laughs> he said that right. It looks like yeah. she's gotten worse. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. He he was laying into it like hardcore. Oh yeah. I mean, I think honestly, it was deserved. It was terrible. I mean, I was. I was watching just like in disbelief. Like, what the? What is this? It didn't make any sense. Yeah, like she was throwing punches like you would see some chick at a bar fight, you know, downtown, or like a, a cardio kickboxing class. Yeah, so, I mean, if that insane. Didn't she change camps though? Yeah, she, I think she uh, fired her striking coach or some shit. Well, I think Ruka shut down, right? I can't remember what the case was, but something was different from her last two fights in between those. I mean, she also got a divorce, too. So, But I, th- no. I think Ruka, which was Jason Perillo, that shut down. So now it says she's at a black house, which is like in, in L- L.A. or Yeah, L.A. But, I mean, black house is a pretty reputable gym, too. So it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It, I, I don't think the coaching was the issue, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, how do you just? I think it was her. It was just her. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe weird. Sick. Uh, she can't. She can't come out and do that again. She's going to get another ass whooping. Oh, not I against think, Lamos. I, I think Lamos. I mean, Lamos. She's she's kind of an elderly old lady now, but still, I don't I, care. I think skill set wise, she's gonna she can really hurt Dern on the feet and. I think she can defend the takedowns. Obviously, Wiley wrestled her plenty, but McKenzie's not like that. If, if if now if Dern does get it to the mat, that's when it'll be interesting. Yeah. Definitely, but shit, but it's going to be could be fairly entertaining. 
does does three rounds change anything for either of them? I don't think so. Not tremendously. No. Yeah. I would think five rounds would be better for for Dern just because she has more opportunity to potentially get it to the mat. Uh, I, I like Lamosh a lot in this one. 100%. Um, this, it hurts me, but I, I yeah. just don't see McKenzie. Unless she comes out and all of a sudden remembers how to throw punches and, you know, <laughs> counters and shit like that. It just, uh, I don't know. I can see Lamosh. Lamosh, Lamosh can crack. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. We mentioned UFC 300. Let's let we got two two more here to cap it off. Bobby Green, number fourteen versus Jim Miller. Jim, this will be like right around three months in between his last one where he took like zero damage. He called his shot on that dude. He said he wanted on the card and he got it. Yeah. Didn't get against a favorable opponent. I think. Yeah. I mean, he didn't get Paul Felder, which would have been more favorable. I think. Yeah. Been sweet, yeah. But I like this fight for Jim Miller. Yeah, Bobby's crafty on the feet with the hands. I just don't. I don't see Jim letting him establish that and really just he's not gonna let the fight go. I think Jim, if he feels good on the feet, I think he can end it on the feet. If he starts getting touched up, he's gonna find a way to get it to the mat. Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty awesome if he did it to get able to get a win on UFC 100, 200 and 300. Yeah. Another cool part yeah. about it which is fucking crazy to think oh, about. Oh, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, holy fuck. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hope he does, but I don't know, Bobby can be dangerous. This one's so hard for me. Like I'm like just down the middle right now cuz I, I do feel like Bobby he's a lot like his style kind of makes him look like he doesn't his striking is less effective than it actually is. No, he's with that shit. Yeah. And I, he's half decent with the, with the takedown D too. Like, I, I don't know if Jim's just going to be able to shoot out an open mat and like easily get him down, but it'll have to be a pressure up against the fence level change type situation. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, he either comes out and looks good and fights really well, or he comes out, fights pretty good, but gets knocked out. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's been knocked out a fair few times here, so. And old, old man Jim is fucking cracking right now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I just, he I, is. it's hard for me to picture Bobby in there talking shit to Jim Miller. I know. I literally was just fucking picturing that. I'm like, we're literally going to see Bobby Green go in there and just, Try to talk talk shit to Jim Miller. He's gonna do it, you know. He is. Oh, yeah. He's gonna run his mouth and and he'll probably be respectful after the fact, regardless of who wins. But still, just the fact that I know he's gonna do it, I'm it's gonna piss yeah. me off. I don't know. I think I'm going with Jim. Although I'm, I think my money side would tell me to pick Bobby, but I'm I think I'm going with Jim. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm definitely not factoring in the Jalen Turner fight that much into this aside from you know maybe some some damage on his chin but like as far as stylistically and him getting caught by Jalen Turner that that means nothing to me for this because Jim's completely different yeah and nightmares get on the feet (laughs) oh yeah I don't know man 
Jim, he, like you said, he just fought, took zero damage. He's rolling right into another quick little camp, and he's going to fucking get it done. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I'll bet you more Monopoly money on that one. What? I'll bet you more Monopoly yeah, money on that one. I want Jim to do it. I, my money's on Jim. You said your, I thought you said your money's on Bobby. Yeah, money no, side's I, on Bobby. I meant, I, okay, I said that I would probably normally, my money would put me to Bobby's side, but I want Jim to win, so I'm going with Jim. Always bet with your bias involved. Always. Bet with your heart. Yeah. Not your mind. All right. Last one here. Uh, and if you're wondering, the reason that this is last is because it was just the order that these were announced in. So most recent addition to UFC 300 at the time of this recording for the ultra important BMF belt, Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway at lightweight. And this is kind of just, we need a name on 300. Well, two names, but in Gagey's case, we need a name on 300 and we need to keep him busy. Yeah. Okay. So for this one, I appreciate Max for taking this, but I do not see it being, I see it. He, it's going to be a long night for old blessed or short. I real or well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> short in the fight. But long over the end, the whole night. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I've said this several times. I think Gage is going to be the first one to put Max down. I mean, obviously, it's not good for either of their brains that have been through hell. But I mean, I don't know. Gage has just this power that, and and he's a good striker. He can box. You know, he's boxed with the best of them. He's he, he can kick your damn head off. He can do all sorts of shit. I want to see the old school late kick Gagey come back. Yeah. You know, that slow Max down, you know, with his pressure. Exactly. You know, Max is not going to check him. No, exactly. No. Yeah. Now, Max did hang in there pretty good for five rounds against Dustin and ate some big shots. Yeah. yeah I, but I, I think I think Gagey, not even because of the last five, but I think Gagey hits harder than Dustin, honestly. I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say that too. I think he does hit slightly harder than Dustin, and I don't think he's going to be able to take as many punches from. Now, given Dustin's more of a volume guy, and he he'll probably, you know, over a five round fight, if Max doesn't get finished, Dustin will have probably hit him more than Justin will. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to matter a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I mean, Max, he continues. He's just kind of like the ageless wonder at this point, but. We I, like you mentioned with Dustin. It just seems like up a weight class. They're too, just, they they have too much thud. Yeah, the size, the the weight difference was was too much for Max. I think, dude. It's just there's some big boys up there. I mean, they suck a lot of weight, and it, it showed in that fight. I think. And I don't I don't picture Max having like a big speed advantage either. Like you'd think maybe the smaller guy going up right. rely on the speed a little bit. Which he, he may be a touch faster than Gaethje, but I, I'm not really seeing that either. That's the thing, man. When these guys move up like a, like one weight class, like it's kind of across the board. It seems like they're not they're not really much faster that like or as fast as what you would think mm-hmm. compared to whoever they're fighting in that weight division. Yeah, and I and I also don't see Max really hurting Gaethje with 
a whole lot. I mean, he could obviously anybody can knock anybody out, but I don't, I don't think Max's style is gonna gonna really wobble Gaethje or anything. I, he's gonna smile and just keep trucking forward and eat everything and give even more back. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, again, there's times you can count Max out and he finds a fucking way, but I just I don't know. I think this. Uh, I just don't see it happening in this one. I don't want to offend anybody, but I would like to see Max get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> because that guy, he just, I just continue to not really like him that much. I don't know why he bugs you so much. I mean, I'm not like a massive fan, but I don't like dislike the guy. It's his voice, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, I just don't, I just don't love his style with just it's just touch 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 straight 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 no kicks no grappling and also the fact that he's relied on his toughness for so long like it's not like that's a skill right he's just relied yeah. on it and it's that's and it's know. gonna it catches up to everybody so i don't know this might be it yeah, those 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 two fights right there, they kind of spiced up three hundred pretty good though. Yeah, should we run through three hundred oh, really quick and then get out of here because we've been on here forever? Yeah. All right, UFC three hundred. We'll see if if we think it's caught up to two ninety nine yet. Leon Leon Bilal, Gaethje, Max, Yuri Rakic, Olivera Sarukian. Wiley and Yan Jaonan, as of right now, is like not the co-main. Oh, it's not. I mean, on here, it's like the first fucking main card, which probably isn't right. But uh, Calvin Cater, Aljo, Bo Nickel, Brundage, Fig, and Cody Garbrandt, Bobby Green, I Jim mean, Miller. I think we're knocking on the door of uh, two ninety nine. I think it's pretty close now. Yeah, we're getting there. Pretty good. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, it's a, the the Wei Lee fight, I know it's going to be good. That's a good fight. They're both tough as shit, but I don't know if you can let that co-main. You know, I think you need a, a one more big boy for the co-main, and then well, it'd be on sweet. there right now. They had Tapology had Gaethje co-main. Oh, for the BMF, and then they'll make that probably because it's a title fight. Yeah. Okay. Maybe third to last, I guess. I, I, I completely forgot about the BMF shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's all. It's we've been on, on over an hour. Um, that's that's the matchups from today, which is Wednesday, January seventeenth, uh, and all the way back to January tenth. And so, uh, let us know if you have any any picks for any of those fights. Uh, which fights you like? What's what's better card right now? Two ninety nine or three hundred? Let us know in the comments. And sure. uh, at H O R podcast Instagram at Hungover Handwrite TikTok, and like and subscribe. You guys got anything else? Mario Yamasa. Everybody. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Peace. Later.